Want to spend more time in the great outdoors? Join our family as we share insights, suggestions, and highlights of our adventures. It's time now for Glampin' and River Roman with the Tilleries. All right, River Roamers. Hey, River Roamers. Excited to give you a recap of our holiday adventures that yielded 10 River. rivers. Oh, my goodness. And seven boat launches. So many bow launches. I have to admit, y'all, that my husband and son are real troopers, dog included. I mean, there was a lot of work, and we nailed it. But we want to first uh, cover the initial. It was a lot of work. It was the son so and the work. father did all of it. Not true. I did all the planning. Mom did all the planning. Uh, anyhow, we'd like to kick this podcast in dedicate this particular one to the downtown Pensacola experience. It was special. It was because it was the day after Christmas. It was a long haul from where we are in the Treasure Coast clear to the Alabama, Florida, Georgia line, give or take, sorry, not Georgia, not at all Georgia, Florida, Alabama line, give or take, Although you're kind of correct because the Florida Georgia line is not that far away. So it could be the Florida Georgia, Florida Alabama. Depends on where, yeah. Anyhow, um, it was so far. It took us 11 hours trailing trailing our pontoon. Trailing our pontoon. Going very slow, respecting the speed yeah. limits and not being We ridiculous. never go over 69 miles per hour. So it, and it was Christmas traffic, what have you. But by golly, we made it. And it was dark time nearly when we arrived. We were able, the little Airbnb, this particular trip, we did two different Airbnbs. We didn't bring our sliding camper as per usual. And that's going to happen, River Roamers. Not every river is accessible with a camper, or um, or do you want to try and do it in a little camper? Sometimes you still want to conquer your goal and have a little bit more. Well, leg what room. I think is, folks, is that Anna would have loved to have bring the camper, but we just couldn't find a camping area to be able to get to these boat launches because it's more in the city. So we needed to get Airbnb. Spend a little bit more money, but I would have loved to have saved the money bringing our camper and just going to RV parks. Yes, but also our 17-year-old son really loves the idea of a full-size bed, and it was the holidays, and I, and it was cold. and We I, splurged. It was great. It was good. It was worth it. Although it was interesting, too. So these next Because three, you're in a big mega city, right? So um, we get there. We... we Pull in our truck. We have to dislodge the boat. So this podcast and the next two after this are going to be all about us staying in these Airbnbs. Right. And not camping. Which is great. Right. In a mega city. The other one's not a mega city, but this one is. Pensacola is a big city, y'all. Very sprawling. And has lots of high rises and so forth. And hunts. And also... Uh, a lot of poverty, yet a lot of charm and renaissance. So where we were was in the historic blues district, 
which you will see on our video if you go to riverromanwiththetilleries.com, no G in Roman. And or it was cool because... Facebook at River Roman with the Tilleries. Mm-hmm, and Instagram also. Regardless... Um, We're on Instagram as well? Yeah. He's super astute. Anyways. I don't have Instagram. BB King, a bunch of the legendary and greats played there. And it was very much so a predominantly um, darker neighborhood that was full of character and charm. And it still has that plus some because it's experiencing this new renaissance and embracing its history, but also making it feel... um, more like every corner almost had a playground like it was like an adopt a corner experience and that was special that was really special to see this sort of renaissance but once uh we parked our boat and took it off of the truck because you the driveway certainly wasn't long enough to have the two together it was perfect for backing the boat in disconnecting and then backing the truck up right next to yeah, it in we the just, grass. I mean, it worked out perfect. Yeah, right in the front yard because, you know, that's where everybody parks For an it. old uh, downtown kind of residential area in Pensacola, it worked pretty good. It, it worked well enough, indeed. And uh, we were able to offload, get cozy, and go straight downtown and grab some delicious my, Mexican my, food. Mind you, River Roamers, that uh, my wife, the day before Christmas, just got her feet no, tattoos redone. Three days before Christmas. All right, my bad. Three days before Christmas, my wife got her feet tattoos redone. So the entire time as you're listening to these podcasts, this one and the two after, everywhere we go out to dinner or go somewhere, she's wearing socks. With grips on the bottom. They're walking socks. But still socks because she's not allowed to wear shoes. In order to preserve the quality of the tattoo. Very. The sacrifices we make, y'all. The sacrifices we Granted, make. Granted, we did not go to a fancy steakhouse. No. No, we did not. I I definitely aligned us in all of the right places based on what my wardrobe would provide. Regardless, <laughs> we, uh, the, the Cactus Cantina in the heart of the downtown, downtown Pensacola. You know, for weeks we were told that St. Augustine and Pensacola have a rivalry. For Christmas lights. Not just for Christmas lights, but also for who's the oldest city, yes? And Pensacola clearly states that they are the nation's first city, which in all my research no, holds true. That's not what it says. The nation's first city first versus first inhabitants. Versus St. Augustine saying that they are the first continuously occupied inhabited city, which is true, right? Pensacola was abandoned for more than 100 years, though it was the first city. So it has a lot of charm, and, and but they are far apart from each other, right? Pensacola, clear towards Does Alabama. Pensacola say Florida's or America's first city? America's first city. Right. It was on all the police cars. Yeah, no, I all right. So anyhow, um, versus St. Augustine being the nation's longest 
oldest city, they say, on the cop cars in St. Augustine, which we were just there two weeks prior for a wedding, regardless. Dang them Spaniards. It's so... When you hear about them having a rivalry of Christmas lights, I just want to go on record that St. Augustine, and we so were there the last year. That is, you can't take this away from Christmas. So but we went to Pensacola at Christmas, so we wanted to see the rivalry. We wanted to see what held up to this rivalry. Because just two weeks before, yes, we were there last year, River Roman. If you're a fan, you already know that. However, we wanted to see in person back-to-back. We were just in St. Augustine a few weeks prior for a family wedding, which yours truly officiated, and it was super beautiful, and the kids did such a great job at the treasury. The town of St. Augustine does an amazing job. So if you want to in America, it's number one in America. If you want to experience Christmas, nightlife, alleyways, adorned, top to bottom, inhabited it, Longest, longest inhabited city in America mm-hmm. for Christmas, St. Augustine. And they do it from December all the way through January. And if you haven't seen it, you should make time to go see it. It's mm-hmm. amazing. They really do it through Thanksgiving on, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, I mean, they really stretch it. So you can, re- you can find the time. Uh, so I thought, oh my goodness, what's Pensacola got to bring? And I would like to say that if you see the video, you'll see that, yes, they adorned their community squares beautifully. However, not all the businesses did top to bottom the way that St. Augustine does. So no, there's just like no. There is no comparison. I mean, it's, it's, River Run with the Tillers did it for you. If it's you were not wondering, even six in hand and a half a dozen in the other St. Augustine. When you walk on the main drag and look at all Ooh, the restaurants, it's not the butt Christmas. Ooh, as far as the eye it's, can see, it's like it's like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You can see it from space. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so applause is interesting. However, talk about Pensacola. We were dying to see it, so we couldn't wait to get downtown. We get down there. We go to Cactus Cantina. It's in the heart of the downtown. And I realized that the Christmas levels are very different. Um, And it was a very, in the panhandle, very cold time. So I don't know. So cold. I don't know if it was just because it was so cold that there were so many of the homeless or whatnot. But my goodness, y'all. Well, let's let's skip that. You can skip it, but I think it's important to touch on it just because. You need to be prepared. If well, someone's listening to us as travel guides. In every city, as we're talking about in Pensacola, there's homeless people everywhere. There's homeless people everywhere, but it's very important to be mindful. Be mindful. And this town, interestingly enough, uh, had a lot of tech stuff, which was cool. So we actually got to try um, this, like, moped thing. It was like a scooter. It was a scooter, not a moped. It was a scooter. So any of you that are listening to have ever been in big cities, you see these scooters sitting everywhere, like in Nashville, Los Angeles. I mean, any big city, they got these. And uh, so you download download the app, and you put your phone over it, you pay for a credit card, and you get this scooter to be able to go from place to place to place, and it charges you where you're going. And so we experienced it once back in two. 2018 in Nashville, but this is way different in Pensacola 
and in the cold. But it is cool because they give uh, a lot of the homeless people a job. These homeless people can go scoop them up right across the board. It's like a model for big cities. Um, Anyways, but these folks in particular were very interesting and lively. I just felt like it was, it's like a smaller big city, but still trying to be a big city, sort of Pensacola. Finish that story. The homeless people at the end of the night, around midnight to two in the morning, they go collect around them. and they collect them and drive them back. They unlock them and they all take them back to hubs. and So they can charge. And then they charge three, five bucks, whatever the company is paying the. Yeah, but they charge the battery back at the hub. Unfortunately, our son, when we rented one, caught one that wasn't fully recharged, and it died. Regardless, we haven't even told you about the river, and we're way into the podcast. So the next day, we get straight to the river. It's drizzly. It's cold. Dinner was good. Dinner was good. And they were moving. The restaurant was going to be moving soon, and we had a, a, a waiter that was very interesting. And wonderful. Next day, wake up. It's drizzling. It's cold. But we know we only have to do one river. And that the boat ramp is about 20 minutes away. And that boat ramp is going to put us basically into the dividing line of Florida and Alabama. Well, knowing that it was raining and cold, the boys got to sleep in. Mom and Seeger relaxed, read a book. Eventually, we get to our destination. We put in in this boat ramp. Wouldn't you know it? We were feeding right into the Perdido Bay and the Perdido River. Got to experience that and see some incredible homesteads, waterfront beautiful homesteads. And we got a bonus river. But then there was a bonus river. A bonus river. River 83 was the Perdido River. River 84 was the Old River. Dead River. Old River. Old River. Michael keeps saying Dead River. It's probably because I said aloud that I was convinced that being born in 84, that I would love to go out at 84 years of age. It seems appropriate. And 84, our 84th river was the Old River. The Dead River. Okay. But it was really called the Old River, so I think I'm going to die at 84 years old, but Michael keeps referring to it as the Dead River. I hope you live much longer than 84 years of age. 84 sounds swell. Regardless, that um, particular river then took us a little bit further uh, into the bay, the Perdido Bay. And um, there, as soon as we crossed under the bridge, we got pulled over by Fish and Wildlife because we had all of our fishing poles up front and erect in the boat. But all of us were in gloves and too freezing to actually fish, nor could we find live bait in our journey. My wife, I was not wearing gloves. Uh, uh, Two of the three of us were wearing gloves. I'm not a sissy. Uh, whatever. And um, and I did not have a comforter over my body like they were? We were in comforters, y'all. Like a... Layers. Like a queen-size comforter. gloves, queen-size comforters. That's how cold it was. It was freezing. And we were cozy. 
Hey, if you ever want to bond with your teenager and you just don't know how, take them to a very cold body of water on a pontoon. So anyways, Fish and Wildlife pulls us over. And, Sweet uh, young officer. And he's like, hey, he sees our dog, which is always like a good icebreaker because, we, you know, Seeger's like a... He's a chocolate lab full of love. He's a pretty little chocolate lab, and he's just like full of energy, American lab. And uh, he he didn't even he doesn't even do the whole safety check because Fish and Wildlife is just out there checking fishing license. And I was like, we didn't fish. He's like, look in the cooler. I was like, boom, there's a couple beers and some teas and some sodas in there. He's like, all right, good. And then he sees another boat rolling out from the other side of the bridge. He's like, were those? There were those guys there all the time, and I don't want to say I threw them under the bus, but I was like, yeah, they were tucked up under there. And he was like, all right, remember, you need a throwable, all your life jackets. And, and you whistle. As he's going away, and you whistle, or your horn, and as he's going away, he's chasing those guys that just left. Off he went. So he's just really looking for people that were actually fishing, which is what his job is. So our son, who may or may not one day go into such a, field says well that was a great experience right like it was it was a delightful experience we were all freezing with our little pink noses and we got back um unscathed everything was perfect we got two rivers 83 84 we drove back to the place we um set up a fire straight away as soon as it was like early afternoon it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and we we had a fire right away fire we bring a portable fire pit everywhere we go we had a little fire we were free well, not everywhere we go but when we're doing airbnbs yeah. we bring a portable fire pit and some wood to burn and it was so cozy and we got to play some games and honestly what a great experience thereafter we went again back downtown to try something different another restaurant that was uh wonderfully reviewed however the wait was so long so uh we ended up across the street at this food truck slash built-in bar scenario called the perfect burger and they had cornhole and we had burgers the boy and i shot cornhole had some great french fries burgers and some waffle fries waffle fries still fries and uh it was great so we never even got to eat at the restaurant we wanted to eat at, which was like the number one restaurant that the owners of the Airbnb loved to eat at, which is why we were trying to go there. It didn't happen. Yeah, but when you have a teenager, you got to... We had a great time. <laughs> we did, and downtown Pascal was interesting. You can tell that it's happening. And now, mind you, in your imaginations, just think about my wife walking in her walking socks. The whole time. <laughs> What a fun time. And then think about them fishing pools as we end this. And this oh, is yeah. downtown Pensacola. And our, uh, you know, our boat was open. It was backed into the Airbnb, you know. Right up the road, to the house. Right across the street from a church. When we woke up in the morning, uh, somebody stole our. All of our fishing pools, y'all. All of our fishing pools out. And I'm not, I'm not going to say they were super expensive, but they cost money. And uh, so that sucked. So the entire time we were with no fishing. So pools. thereafter we couldn't fish. There was no fishing to be we had the rest of the trip. More, we could have bought more pools. Sure, we could have, but we didn't. But you know, hey, so, if all of this river roaming 
nearly four years in, the first time we were ever stolen from. Yeah. Worst things have happened. So, you know, just be uh, vigilant. Always put your poles down at night. They were down. They weren't. Or put your boat cover on. I don't know. Yeah. Anywho, River Rommers? Pensacola, winter or summer, permissible waters. Thank you, Perdido. Preferably summer. Because it's really cold up there in winter. Cheers. Hey, River Roamers. So in 2024, we're going to go from funny jokes and cornies to fun facts about the cities that we've been visiting. So, honey. Awesome. Awesome. What did they, what is the nickname for Pensacola? Mm -hmm. Well, if y'all were wondering, it's called the City of Five Flags. Why is that? Well, it's due to the fact that multiple nations have at one time or another governed the area. These are countries that include Spain, France, Great Britain, the United States of America, as well as the Confederate States of America during the Civil War. Again, it's our nation's First city, what a history! Pretty amazing. What an interesting location. What are the What has. are the nations again? Spain, of course. Right, first. First, France, Great Britain, the good U.S. of A., as well as the Confederate States of America during the Civil War. Hence, the city of five flags. Pensacola. Cheers. Fun fact. Thanks for tuning in. If you dig it, please subscribe. And be sure to check us out online at riverromanwiththetilleries.com.